love pressing the issue in video games. Like, mm. I can be eight <laughs> kills behind. I'm going for it. I'm getting even. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, in Valorant, if I have no money, all rifles, we're getting ourselves back <laughs> in this game. My man forces every round. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, God. Like, guys, we're down 7 to 1. <laughs> We gotta do something. Our economy is broken. <laughs> we we can only afford grenades. They're up by like four kills. Everyone on the team is saying, "Dude, just just farm." I'm like, "No, <laughs> no shot." Yeah. You know that one kill is worth twenty minions, roughly. Yeah. Why would I waste there time killing twenty minions when I can kill one man? <laughs> it's we're it's not... simple mathematics. Like we're never <laughs> doing. <laughs> I know one speed and it's go. Speed. And it's, yeah, one direction. Forward, baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Hong Kong. <laughs> Mike, Mike is inting Scion personified. In the ADC and support position. Hell yeah. I've, I love playing weird stuff support. Like, um, uh, I had a friend. That's or, another solo I, queue truism is you could throw almost anything in the support role. Yeah. If I, you're good mm. enough. One of my friends is still scarred to this day by the Skarner support that I busted out one day. <laughs> And, uh, when, when did you do this? Oh, man. How recent? 2020, like summer 2020. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nice. We lost for what <laughs> but, <laughs> but, man, if I didn't, if I, if we had won, you know what it is? It's a double-edged sword with that kind of stuff. Because if you, if you lose, you're a clown. And if you win, it was all luck. It's like, come on, dude. Mm. I'm an innovator. You know what? <laughs> Yes. Absolute innovator. <laughs> yes. Never seen the light of day again, though. <laughs> One game of Garner. 0 and 8. <laughs> Never oh, yeah. seen again. It might have been worse. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's up, everyone? Critical Strike Podcast is back after a brief hiatus. Both seasons. Both. The only two that matter, of course. Western ones, LEC and LCS, off and running. Hey, uh, while coincidentally, the two Eastern regions were on Lunar New Year, and then I told myself, "Oh, that's going to be a great time to like get caught up on some vods, get you know hit up some some, some storylines, see how you know has Uzi played yet." And then none of that happened. Uh, instead, <laughs> we watched. Um, instead, instead we, we we here in North America took a sabbatical, took a religious retreat uh. to the top of Mount. L Dang it. I didn't think this far ahead in this bad metaphor. Um, LS and Cloud9 <laughs> made their debuts. Uh, and, it, and it was... and it was Okay, here's the first question to Tyler and Mike. Um, hey. First of all, how we doing? Second of all, was it was it what you expected? No. The sermon? The sermon. The sermon that Mr. The, Mr. LS provided the, the congregation? Mm-hmm. Ah. Because I feel Honestly, like he should. Because I feel like he should have at least like, you know, because like when you're in church, like, you know, it's like, oh, grab the hymnal, and the hymnal's like right in front of you. Yeah, yeah. He, he was like, oh, grab the the hymnal, and he's like, no, all we have here are like welcome pamphlets. Like there was no hymnal back there. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. You know, books of worship in the pews. You just sat down and you were immediately treated to Ivor and Mid. Blood sacrifices. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Immediately treated to Soraka, man. You're putting fudge. <laughs> we were talking about it earlier, but we were like, man, 
Fudge is going to be perfect for mid lane because he's got such great mechanics. He just needs to learn how to, you know, work with his jungler a lot more because he's going to be roaming. This guy got put on Ivern. <laughs> it's yeah, a rock. So funny. Yeah, I don't know. I think that, well, first off, thank you. I'm doing well, you know. Uh, second off, uh, I think that I'm just really happy to see that LS is actually putting into um, practice the stuff that he's preaching. Um, we saw so much and we heard so much about his philosophies on the game. And, oh my gosh, these certain champions are so strong. Why aren't, play, why aren't teams playing them? And then we're like, okay, you better like, you know, put your money where your mouth is. And he did. Um, which is pretty hilarious. Like, like he was talking on, um, was that double this new podcast trash talk mm -hmm. where he said that he was talking to faker and he told oh, yeah, faker, mid, yeah. yeah, he told, told faker, yo, Sorok is broken in mid and faker's like, I, I told you. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm really just happy to see that, you know, there's somebody who's willing to innovate and willing to take risks, especially with a roster like this, where there's so much. There's so many question marks, um, but yeah, we'll see if this kind of success is just because people aren't used to playing against these types of composi compositions, or it's because Cloud9 is just that good. At first, I was like, man, is LS getting too much credit? Like, could mm -hmm. any coach have thought this up? And then I, then I realized, well, no, I mean, no one else in the league did what Cloud9 did. On Maybe they could have thought it up, but I don't think it would have had the balls to do it on stage. Oh, yeah. Potentially. Yeah. I mean, at first I was like, man, this is on the players. Any coach could have drafted this. But then I was like, no, no one else did. So, yeah, I think this is a coach diff for now. I'm intrigued to see how Cloud9 plays the game like from a vanilla standpoint because all we've seen is full cheese all the time. But um, granted, it's a small sample size, only two games. Um, and I don't even know if it's fair to call it cheese because, like, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's, it's not really cheese. It's it's more so outside of the box. Like, yeah, I don't like calling it like Smite Jana top is cheese. Yeah. Like that is like <laughs> in especially in solo queue on the competitive stage. It's like all right, but I mean, what Cloud Nine did in terms of using two different enchanters in two relatively different team comps, I don't know. I think it's more um, innovative thinking than just like yeah. reliance on cheese because like cheese strats are well known. Everyone's using them and. That wasn't the case here. What do you guys think about that? Like, is that like a fair argument to make, or am I just mm -hmm. kind of mumbling? No, I mean, I'll, I'll say my piece real quick, and then let Tyler go. I, I think that yeah, cheese is like if you don't like cheese is like like you said, everyone knows it, but that it's like, can you actually like hold your metal and like okay, is, is it just cheese? Then then prove it, right? And and, and that FlyQuest CLG game, CLG game was like I think a little different. I just don't think that was like I don't know, super like the most high. Quality, like, like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I'll, I'll give both teams credit where credit is due, right? Again, Kumo and Fly, like, you know, nothing, no one expects anything from them, but I, yeah, I think that, yeah, I don't, I don't think you'd call it cheese, like, because at the end of the day, right? Like, you, you are sacrificing things, right? Like, you've got two guys on kind of low econ, like, it's a ballsy strategy to pull off, and you need to have the players to pull it off. That, that's, that's what I'll say is that that required, like, you know, you need to have play, you need to have players that can pull it off, a coach is going to have the balls to do it, but also, you need to have a coach that, and again, this is a very small sample size here. So, um, and I'd love to be able to say this at, you know, at the end of week eight or whatever. Um, he got them to buy, to buy into the vision. Right? Yeah. And again, it's fun now because you're winning. But when you start losing, right? When you start dropping games, when you just get, when, when Fudge is playing Soraka for the 10th time and he's just beating his head against the floor. Yes. Right? Can you keep that up? But for now, so far, so good.
let's not be yeah. like remiss either in saying that they were one team fight away from losing that game to EG. They were really close, and if Berserker, very close, if Berserker didn't show up, like yeah, out of the mountains in the final <laughs> seconds of that game, then yeah, they would have lost. But like, yeah. I, I don't know. That's that. That was where my initial argument came from. Like, oh, is LS getting too much credit for a game that Berserker basically won? But I mean, every step that it took to get them to that final team fight was set in motion by that outside the box draft. So. I think I'm I'm intrigued to see if Cloud9 can continue to play at this pace. And they beat EG, which like EG coming into the season was probably second, second best, best con- team consensus across the board. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, they've they already proved they can hang with the big dogs to some certain extent. But I'm yeah. I'm intrigued to see if they can continue to play at this level. Yeah. Like <clears throat> going off of what uh, Henrique said, I just think that it requires a crap ton of trust across the board. Trust in your coach your coach trusting your skill as a player, and then the players themselves trusting in each other. Because if you are putting someone like Fudge on a pretty uh, supportive role, obviously, he needs to like have the trust in these younger, newer players that, okay, I know we can win because I can trust your skill. I can trust Berserker in those clutch moments to be able to make the decisions necessary to win the game. And he did, right? <clears throat> my thought process is once people find counters to this, how will LS adapt, right? How will the team adapt? Like you said, how will they perform if they're forced to go traditional? Um, it's a small sample size. I think this weekend will be a good test too to see if they continue with this kind of trend of um, wacky, not wacky, but just like non-traditional style compositions that we've seen over the past year. Um, and to see if teams are able to think of something to counteract that, to make these teams kind of second-guess themselves. How long um, until Fudge picks a top lane champ in the mid lane? Honestly, next week. Next week. <laughs> Seriously. No, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, yeah. like, they, 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 played, they played Gwen Jungle, and Summit is very good at League of Legends. Like, it, it's... Again, you... you, you the way that this formula works is you get, as I adjust my microphone here, just in the least clandestine way possible, um, you've got five players that are good enough to play, you know, a bevy of style of champions. And I think that that's where like culture and kind of, you know, like team focused, like, okay, win above everything else sort of stuff comes in, right? Because then you don't pigeon your whole, whole yourself into compositions. Um, and I had another point that I was going to make. Oh, yeah. Like, I think of TSM a little bit in that, you know, teams have been very open about like, the team has been pretty transparent about like, look, this this isn't designed to work right now. Like we got guys yeah. speaking, you know, two different languages, right? And we've like kind of, kind of done our best with that. And we believe that, you know, we want to develop these guys. We, I think it was, I don't know if it was on a podcast or separately, we've had conversations about my kind of, not even theory, but just an observation that even though the LCS hasn't necessarily, we have, the LCS has lessened on imports, but the imports that the LCS is taking now are young guys. They're blowing those import spots on still developing young talent, which isn't something that could have been said a long time ago. Um, and they believe there's the best way forward. But I think you play, you know, again, I think there's an oversimplification, but I think you play cheese now while your team is getting used to itself. And over the weeks, you figure out kind of what you're, you know, what you're good at. And if your cheese gets banned out, it's like, okay, well, one, you threw, you know, X amount of bands at something that is only situationally good. So, all right, cool. Here's Thresh Gwen Renekton, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it'll, be a, it'll be a cold day in hell. 
when LS yeah. drafts for an Ecton. Yeah. I, <laughs> good point. You, you know what? You're right. You're right. Bad, bad example. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think you just kind of you, know, you throw out because other teams are getting used to themselves as well, right? It's one thing mm-hmm. to like you know execute a strategy as, as a new team, but it's another thing to have the cohesion to say, okay, actually, here, we've got to execute something now that we didn't plan for. Can we mm-hmm. think on our feet as a unit? That's ten mm-hmm. times harder. Mm-hmm. And Cloud Nine are putting the onus on themselves right now, um, and then the composition, mathematically, the scaling will take care of itself in the late game. So, yeah, hats off. Moving on, uh, TSM Dig. Um, these two teams kind of in the, in the middle of the pack here. The quotes uh, from Hooney that we wanted to read out, put in a rundown. Um, you know, as, as TSM, they've been you know, open about the fact that, again, they're going to start slow probably. Uh, Hooney's saying, we see it as long-term. Going to Worlds, that is the biggest goal. Uh, quote, I agree that for Spring Split, we just have to use the time. We need to use the time really efficiently, be able to speak English, be able to communicate, be able to play a team game. Those things are required. It's not an option. We just have to do it. He told that to Parks from Upcomer, shout out Parks, um, in an interview recently. And uh, yeah, so so with that being said, in spring, uh, I think it's just top six, uh, make it for spring and then eight in summer. But uh, given that, what do we think TSM ceiling for the spring split is? Could they figure it out in time? Because I will say from from Kaiduo's, from the, that, that clip that was doing the rounds, I don't know if y'all saw that of Kaiduo on his stream um mm. like he, he just, the vibes seem really really good um wait, do, do you guys know what i'm talking about because this 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 unironically might be worth like pausing and editing the podcast to get you guys to watch this because it's is it the one where he's like screaming like he's yeah. like yelling mm-hmm. yeah i've seen it yeah yeah it's, a, it's a very fun you die? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah right and then the leeson shows up right and he's like he like flash cues him and then he just flashes away he's like no <laughs> <laughs> what's up and like you can just hear people just hollering yeah laughing yeah. in the background just doubled over so the vibes seem to be good so far vibes are um, important the record yeah, doesn't <laughs> <laughs> let's be real <laughs> yeah. hey, I, look okay you're a pro player win some games I, <laughs> maybe I, I, i'm being so, too harsh but like you, I, I think you might be i, I, I think you're being a bit harsh I maybe think uh, like you got there's like, expectations you guys have fans i don't know maybe like yes you're allowed to have fun but also like I don't know. Zero and two is not what not what I expected from this team to start out the season. Really? No, I expected them to struggle. I've been shocked. I, yeah, I, I don't no, know. Like, I but what, like one one would have been fine. I thought they actually played played like pretty well in that EG game. And Kaidwo, mm-hmm. he like did what he was supposed to. Like EG are a very good team. He was you know, and Kaidwo was still like four and zero or four and one on Victor. Right? He was ready to one tap kids. But by that point, the game had gotten a little out of control. But they were like cross mapping and stuff. Like I thought they played mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, they just I don't know. They just lost i guess which sucks this is actually the second year in a row that tsm has started out oh and two um obviously a very different team but i mean if anyone's going to hit the alarm button it's tsm fans like oh no for sure for sure i've seen this team has been around for 10 years and the sky has been falling all for all 10 of them (laughs) (laughs) so i mean yeah i do think tsm should I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because they um, got off to a slow start. I was in the press conference with Tactical after Saturday's games, and mm-hmm. he said, yeah, we just didn't practice like before like this week. We had no time to pl- like, practice before, obviously, mm-hmm. Shenny and Kaido got there, and then they didn't have those games on stage in the lock-in tournament, um, which 
I have to wonder, would it have been more beneficial to play at least some of the starters to get lock-in experience for the players that were there? Because, I mean, we saw Dignitas, right? They kind of implemented their roster in like a more staggered formation. like Stages. Where, like River right. got there eventually, and they kind of yeah. hit their stride and whatever. But like, Dignitas is a team that is neck and neck, and you brought them up in the beginning of the segment, Henry, and I think right now, if I had to base everything off of what I've seen thus far, Dignitas is much more likely to finish top five than TSM is, in my opinion. Mm. Um, After the first two games, sure. But by the end of spring, I, I would disagree. I would say it continues. Mm. So, I'm, I'm more for me, there. yeah, like, for me, it's more so, like, TSM, they're dealing with a lot of new factors. And the fact that they didn't practice much at all, and they were still able to kind of keep up with EG, shows to me that, ah, by the end of the spring, where would they be? I would say they're they're ceiling, and it's probably gonna bite me in in the behind <laughs> later. But I'm saying that they could sneak into the playoffs this season, at most. TSM I don't think that's I don't think that's an insane, insane statement. Ooh. I know it's not. It's TSM. not. But I like I feel like that's when they start to play like gods and they end up top three. But it's more so Tyler, like you're talking about TSM to be clear, right? Not yes. Either. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like TSM to me. There's still so much room for variance because, again, you have two players who have shown a lot of confidence in themselves, which is something that is very important when you're first starting your career is confidence and willingness to make int plays. We've heard this from people who have talked about Jojo Pyun. One of the biggest reasons why they like Jojo Pyun is because he's not scared to make game-winning plays at the sacrifice of his KDA. Mm-hmm. And I think that these guys are not that scared either. You'll they'll flash in, they'll immediately do plays at the drop of a hat. We saw that. Um, uh, I think that was that game against EG, where uh, it was like a reaction play where Shen Yi, as soon as he saw Vulcan flash forward, he flash forward and immediately engaged. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, he he'll, he can die, but it, they're gonna trade, and they did. And to me, that's a really good sign is that they're willing to be aggressive even though they are a rookie. Because we've seen a lot of rookies come into the league and are a little bit timid. They don't want to make up too many mistakes because they don't want to lose their spot. But with these kind of players, it's like I can see the ceiling rising even higher. I don't know if they're going to be a challenger this season for the championship compared to more veteran lineups. Uh, Dig... Honestly, they will go as far as River lets them. That is my it's not a it's not a groundbreaking statement. River is the most important, clearly the most has been the most important and will be the most important member of this team moving forward. I'll wave the flag for Neo. I think he has a bit of uh, a chance yeah, to carry yeah. He actually looks Yeah, for sure. Like, honestly, Neo is sleeper good. I used to think he was he's like nasty. he was like, Oh, he's a, has a boring play style, but like Honestly, he has really evolved over the course of last mm. summer and what we've seen in 2022 thus far. I think, honestly, yes, River will be the guy for Dig, obviously, because he is, like, the go-to player. He's the biggest name there, coming from a top-four international finisher at MSI last year in PSG. True. So, like, mm. yeah, he, 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 holds the, uh, he holds the bag for Dignitas. But I think Neo is... Not, one who spends it? 
Sure. That's a good way to... There I'll, it is. I'll give you the alley-oop on that one. Sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll gladly take the assist. All yours, pal. Because <laughs> I nearly fucking bricked it. <laughs> I, I, think that, I think that's a good shot, though. I, I think especially as, I, I don't know, Um, I, I think of River, like, I think of, um, it's not a perfect comparison, but, like, Malrang is playing for Rogue, mm-hmm. where he's just playing, he's playing champions how I wish I could play Amumu, and, like, how you have to, like, play ganking in support of junglers, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, they, they, they just said, okay, it's not a carry jungle meta, so I'm going to just swing to the exact opposite end of the spectrum. And I'm just going to just hard enable all my laners. But it's like, that is a high-risk, high-reward playstyle because you're down hella farm. And if teams start to kind of, like, play smarter to that, then you might be in trouble. Now, I think River's yeah. a good enough jungler to where he'll adapt and the game itself could change a bunch. But that's where I think guys like Neo are going to be that much more important. Because if you get, like like any AD carry, if you can get a reliable ADC to the 20-25, you know, the 25-30-minute mark, you always have a shot. You always mm-hmm. have a shot. Mm-hmm. That being said... Interesting little anecdote about River. Through 10 games in 2022, uh, he's played five on Jarvan, five on everyone else, and he's mm-hmm. undefeated on Jarvan and winless, mm-hmm. good, dude. And winless yeah. on everybody else. And wow. the stats are like two different players, too. So, I mean, do you just swing a Jarvan the fourth band in this guy's I direction? I think you do. I mean, yeah, 100%. you have to yep. at this point. You have like, to. Because that's not even like a target ban, really. Like, Jarvan is a good meta champ. It's not yeah. like he's playing a Moomoo. For sure. But this is a target ban for sure. Like <laughs> I, I, At this point, it's like, well, guy, show me something different. Like, you've exactly. only found yeah. success on this one character. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, but granted, River is good enough of a player where he can find success with mostly any character in the jungle meta. Like, we watched him do it in the PCS all of last year. Um, granted PCS is yes the competition's a lot starker in North America yeah take that PCS fans but yeah, I think I think River has enough sauce <laughs> why why would why I'm sick of people why? I'm sick of people saying man we should take a berth away from North America and give it to the PCS man the PCS yeah. looks so much better no it doesn't no it does not <laughs> <laughs> Talk your shit, Mike. Talk your shit. <laughs> no, hey, yo, you got the pedestal, bro. It simply does not look better. The LCS is a top four region in the world for a reason. Mm-hmm. Let's not mm-hmm. kid ourselves. Come on. Hey, I agree. Top four, I, and they're not yeah. one, two, three. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going <laughs> to... For what it's worth. <laughs> and they ain't two to four, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's definitely, nah, yeah. it's definitely three better regions. I, I want to see River on another hard engage lane enabling champion. Because mm-hmm. I think he can play... That's his style. Right, that, that that's just the for style now, that he anyway. does for now. But like, there are multiple champions that can fill that role. J Four is just very good at it. Like he like a Momo. Okay, oh. that's one of them. Yeah, that's one <laughs> of them. But <laughs> he played. Okay, I'm looking at the champion statistics. Shout out to Games of Legends, the goaded, mm. goaded site mm. for champion statistics. Um, uh, not so goaded for uh, some other stuff, right, Mike? All right, bro. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> So that, wasn't, that, that wasn't even meant to be like a dig at you. That was sorry. That was a little out of pocket. That was more. It was just the example I could think of to. That's so to, good. To, to, to bang my to bang my my lulpedia truther yeah. drum. But oh continue. Yeah. I'm sorry. As soon as, as soon as two players share a name, the whole world. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Sword. Shout out to my boy, shout out Sword. TSM legend, also Griffin Roll swap legend. legend. <laughs> 
gosh. A diverse play. I'm done. Whatever. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was a very serious incident that I'm grateful I kept my job for. Diana. Uh, the smile Diana. from his face. Diana. River played eight games on Diana last year. <sighs> Won seven of them. When I think of uh, Engage uh, mm. junglers who can enable their laners, I think of Diana instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've even seen her this year. We watched uh, El Yoya play her alongside Reeker and his Yasuo. And it's just like examples like that come to mind instantly. Yeah. Um, Such a disgusting combo, by the way. Very fun to watch mm-hmm. all the time. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Uh, Sword, who he play for? <laughs> I actually don't know. And I was going to look that up, but then I. The answer, yes. gotten, the answer is which one? <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. That is the answer. Speaking of things that you love to see, yo, have you guys been keeping up with Champions Q? Dude, it's name? not called Champions Q. It's called Niles Q. It's called Niles Q, baby. Oh man, I saw. We're gonna put that in the. We're gonna put that in the episode description. Is that, or, or just look up. It's probably on Niles' Twitter. Just at Niles. Is, I saw. You know, I'm glad that my guy just straight up quit professional League of Legends, still gets an invite to Champions Q, and then does that. Hell yeah. On day one. Awesome. Oh, my boy. Res- I respect that a lot. Dude, Maryville oh, posted man. a picture of him in like their college esports room, and they're like, look who's back in the lab, and it's Niles playing Champions Q, and I'm like, absolutely. Uh... That is the king of esports right <laughs> hey. there. I, I'm really happy that Champions Q is, like, kind of popping off. Like, although I don't know how long this kind of hype will last for this thing, because mm-hmm. the only... What is the only incentive? It's money, right? Yeah, and I mean, I guess the, you know, better practice, lower ping and stuff. And, like, yeah. incentive to move to LA and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm I'm really glad that there are players... And I checked out because... What's cool about it is that they actually have a whole site for it. They have a whole Champions yeah. Q site where they have like match history yeah. and, and LP like tracking and things like that. And so you can see the players that are taking advantage. You know, there's Han Sama. You see like all these top players, right? Core JJ's in it and, and, and Jojo Pyun and Inspire has a couple games, I think. Um, and what's also really cool is that I guess I don't know if he's just trying it out because it's only been out for like what, two days, two and a half days now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not even. Um, Licorice, right? Um, Licorice has always been the type of player he said this multiple times where he just doesn't believe in solo queue. He would rather just do one on one practice. I remember that yeah, against right. someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's played a lot. He is the LP leader, I think, right now um, on Champions Queue. Uh, There's also a Twitter account that I'm gonna try to find. Uh, it's run by Winter's Ward, um, the guy that's a mod for multiple big players. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's at Champions Q, and they uh, the, the yes. Twitter account is they literally just tweet out like an Excel spreadsheet of like, hey, mm-hmm. here's what's on, like here's who's streaming it on their Twitch channels. Here are like you know the teams, and yeah. it's it's sick. That's I think so cool. Is, I think it's so sick. Yeah. So right now you have in the lead Kumo at 115 LP. Then you have Liquorice at 100, and then Insanity at 85. Johnson, Lorlo. IMT Chad. What a Chad great, Jungle, what a baby. Great put, name. put some respect on Chad Jungle. Yep. And then Jojo Pyun. Tenacity's there. Who else is there? Kenvi. Blaze Olive. Luger has also been playing some games. Immortals Arrow. My boy Jensen. Is on the Jensen, yes. Hell yes. Hey. Jensen is also playing. That should be um, the... Is that, is that what it takes? LCS teams? So what he has to do for you? Get to, get to <laughs> rank one play. on Champions Cube. 
<laughs> just you got to make sure this guy's good. Is that what it's? Come on. Hey man, as long Same. as he's outplaying the champions' Q mid laners, then you know. You know what though? With Jensen, it's not like, yeah, I, like yeah. Obviously, you want to see him play because like he's a lovable guy and he's fun to watch and he's a mainstay. That being said, the mid lane talent in the LCS does not make me like particularly feel mm. the void. It's not like in the LEC where I'm like, all right, why is this one particular support playing? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's got to be somebody else. <laughs> eh, eh, y'all know who we're talking about. Yeah. We don't need to say like, how is, It's the implication. How is Advian unemployed? You know what I mean? Yep. But, and so-and-so it still has a team. You know what I'm talking about. You know who we're talking about. But I'm not particularly offended by any LCS player in the mid lane where I'm like, man, mm-hmm. Jensen should, be, should have this guy's job. Not yet, at least. But, like, mm-hmm. for now... Yeah. I think it's a difference between saying he's better than them, then he should have his job. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Because, I agree. Yeah, because there are other guys that you're like, like even even Kaiduo. You're like, okay, actually, I I would rather see Kaiduo be the mid laner for TSM than Jensen. Because it's more it's more interesting. It's like, look, I, TSM, they, they have stuff to like, you know, the, the Bjergsen formula. And like, like you said, like they, they have a fig. The worst thing about this strategy for TSM is that they have a fickle fan base. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Other than mm-hmm. that, I love this. I love the idea of it. Even if it crashes and burns, as long as, like, I don't know, the players don't come out afterwards and say, like, yeah, actually, it was just a miserable experience all around. Like, you know, freaking, you know, Speaker didn't actually take his Mandarin lessons. He was lying, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, any of that, like, barring that, I like the idea. It's so different for TSM. It's such a weird, exactly. such a weird like, move yeah. for an organization. Throughout the playbook. Yeah, literally. Like, I love yeah. it. After especially the 2021 season where, yes, they did come one game away from making Worlds, but also, like, the roster they put out there was not... It was it felt like just, like, an overcompensation. Mm. All right. To the LEC we go. Okay. Um, let's start let's out with see. this then. Uh, okay. Yeah, because it, it, has, it has been fun. Um, did you want to do... Uh, so far, team of the round robin first, or just kind of general team of the round first. All right, we can do team round first. All right. Um. So through the first uh through the first quarter, and this might be populated with lol with uh rogue players because that's an, an easy and honestly fair thing to mm-hmm. do. Um, yeah, when you don't lose, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you're undefeated, <laughs> mm-hmm. when your whole team looks like an all star team, then yeah. Um. Yeah. Perks was on uh, Euphoria. This week, and he, he said something interesting. He said, "He said right now, I don't." Th- he said, "Right now, I think that Rogue are the only actually good team in Europe. Everyone Ooh. else is just decent." Mm. But but he did say he's like he's like everyone else that I think is decent, and he lumped like Vitality, like Vitality, Fnatic, G two, kind of in that in that tier. He said everyone is yeah. decent. He said he said they're just not a team yet, mm-hmm. and I think mm. that's an interesting statement. Yeah, no, um, I... but, he said, but he said like right now, like Rogue's just flying and like that's okay. I'm surprised that Rogue... Well, not really. Mm. The, 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 I'm the surprised they're not was, Really? I'm sur- I am. Like, like, yes, you keep three out of five players, but, like, you took away the MVP and yeah. one of the most solid 80 carries in the league. Mm-hmm. And you replaced and it with, like, Tom was a bit of a reclamation project. Yes. And then, like... Um, Malrong was kind of... Yeah, Malrong is, is, is a, it was a backup. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. guy how good is his english like you know like th- those were two big swings i did they were not really, really if, you, big. if you told me rogue was nine and oh 
and then it was six and three to five and four. I, I wouldn't have believed you. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I would have said you're an insane person. I remember when we were looking at the season before it started, we were like, man, Rogue has a lot of heavy lifting to do because they lost the most important player on their team. Yeah. And one of the and the best, arguably the best ADC in, in the region. Mm-hmm. Uh and they've and looked like they just decided to level up. Yeah, no. This whole team is just yeah. crazy. Whoa. Yeah. If the season um, ended today, Comp is MVP. Really? Yeah. He's that his numbers are that good. Like mm. if his numbers are insane. If we break down, I know that the age old sports debate of like, whoa, is MVP about value? It's like, shut up. This guy has ridiculous numbers. You know what I mean? (laughs) This guy, if you just look at his, like, if you didn't know anything about League of Legends and you just looked at the stat table, you're like, oh, this guy's the best player in the league. Like, Mm. yeah. Yeah. And he, and he looks like one of the best players in the league, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. Um, I mean, yeah. Yes, I'm I'm firmly in the camp of MVP is I I do that really annoying like it, it is about oh value. me too yeah I'm right um, there with you yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm banging the if you don't like it rename the award deal I, 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 I get that sure I, I get that it's like well it's not like I should like fine um but uh Tyler do you have thoughts before we go into the team of the team of the split so far you were mm, 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 mm. I don't think comp would be running away with the MVP for me. Is he at least right. in the discussion? He's in the discussion for sure. I just feel like he's I right now. Give, I think it's hard to give actual MVP to an ADC. Yeah, really? like not like, not, like from, not from a straight exactly. value comparison. Mm. I think it's hard to give it to an ADC when you look at like jungle or mid in terms of yeah. their impact. I, I, yeah, exactly. I just think like look, your ADC doesn't matter if the rest of your team isn't functioning i just Good. think like that's fair yeah mm-hmm. and, and th- th- this this is a this is a f- newly birthed take like i just gave it to the nurse they're <laughs> dangling it upside down and you know doing reflex tests on it but uh-huh. like uh-huh. slapping so, on the behind yeah exactly right um but i gun to my head i don't know like it's, it's not saying that he doesn't deserve it like i, I think you could i <laughs> tyler's um, mic barely caught up that smack like a little bit a little bit. Is that a little cute? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, I think it. best player is a shout for sure for ADCs because you because you, you, your hands at the top level have to be absolutely insane. And I will never. Mm-hmm. I I I have a better chance of being a top level jungler or support than I do ADC, and it's not even close. Like like me, Henrique Demore, in the next two or three. If I like studied the hell out of League of Legends, I trust like like I I think just genetically like there's a certain things you're just more gifted at. I think I'm like a smart person, a quick learner, and have no ego. So uh-huh. I would much rather give myself a yeah. shot at jungle and my boy's a 80s. support and, and he's and, humble. And, and <laughs> wow, and he's humble. He says as he says all and of I have that trash about hands. <laughs> oh, um, and my mental actually isn't that good. I don't have an ego, but I don't have a great mental. Oh, mm. mine's terrible um, too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've played play enough ARAM with you. <laughs> Oh, dude, I have, the, I have the, like ever since childhood, my temper has been ridiculously short, and of mm. course, of course, the one game I pick up is the most infuriating. Is, is one. the most infuriating. And not only have I played it, I've done so for ten years and made it your career. Yeah, just like man, I can't get enough League of Legends. I want more oh of this God. garbage. <laughs> 
Okay. No, it's a good. Okay, right. let's go. Let's, let's get into the team. Uh, let's get into the team. So let's let's start with Tom first. Play, play it for ten years. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Part of me is like, ah, I hate it, but then it's like, well, it's been a big part of my life. And my childhood wouldn't be the same without <laughs> it. I don't like it. It would change. It changed my life forever. Yeah. I've met people I'll never. I love that. Replace them as well. Truly though, like not even a joke. <laughs> yeah. But then on the flip side, it's like it's so easy to make the dog on League of Legends joke, but like, mm. oh yeah, yeah, everyone does, of course. Mm-hmm. You have to play it to make the joke. There it is. A, there it is. Can't be a poser. There it is. You cowards. At least play it. Ew, my God, that's toxic. Play it first. That's why I respect. I saw- that's why I respect Scott a lot. Okay. Mm, shout out Scott. He went from shitting on League to playing it unironically. Respect. <laughs> By himself. By himself. Yeah. By yeah, himself like, in this bot us, games. Like, pestering him. This is him like posting screenshots of like a ram damage. He's being like, Quinn's kind of fun. Yeah. Like yeah. out of nowhere. Go like unprompted. De- dedicated listener, please do yourself a favor. Go follow at counter Scott Go. Just a yes. real legend of the timeline. Mm-hmm. The fact that he actually picked up League of Legends. And act and watches the games with us, even though he's mainly he's a main Valorant and CS:GO writer, bro. Yeah, props. Because now you can talk shit about the game. Mm-hmm. Like now you have like the experience itself to be like, yeah, it is bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is horrible. Whereas other people are just night. jumping on the bandwagon. Okay, let's go into this. Let's get into this. All. <laughs> let's, let's get into this team of the half. I wonder about the all tweet right. Henrique saw last night. Uh, oh it was. God. I was. It was. I was just chastised by someone for liking League who plays Smite. Oh, I saw that one too. I saw it too. <laughs> yeah, if he look, plays, I, so I have no issue with Smite. Smite, it's it's fine. It's whatever. Is but, it whatever? Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> you have no right. It's exactly that. Oh it's man, I fired oh, up. Man. I fired up Smite God. twice in the last three years, and both times I've been absolutely blackout drunk. <laughs> 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 like, don't you like, yeah, no, this is a good idea. Right? I have no recollection of what god I played, what the what happened. Oh like, my god! Just yeah. Oh my goodness! Woke so, up, mouse in hand, the program—it's still on your screen. Yeah. You're just like the defeat screen's still there. Just like yeah. Ah. Yeah. Your whole Brutal. team just shit talking you in the comment Man. in the in the chat. Oh, what a game! Bro, he fell asleep halfway through the game. <laughs> Uh, all right. Top so, Oto Omne, probably. Oto Omne? Yeah, I'm with you. Bar none? Okay. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody else that's really stood out cr- like crazy. In the top lane? No. no. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think Wonder, Wonder and Broken Blade get honorable mentions for me. Mm. Oto Omne plays nothing but weak side. Broken Blade plays nothing but carries. I like Broken Blade as a shout out. Yeah. I like Broken Blade so much. I think he's played really well. He's actually... Yeah. I mean, yeah... Lukewarm take of the year incoming. Air, air. He looks better on G2 <laughs> than he did on Shalka, but like, <laughs> he does. Like, <laughs> Sound the alarm. Yeah. He looks so much better this year on a good team than he did last year <laughs> on a relatively poor one. I don't know. Man. At Michael underscore Kelly 17. That's for more of those. That's the one. Uh, what a take, dude. <laughs> jungle. <laughs> Jungle gets a little more interesting. I I, I still think I uh, give it to Mulrang mm, for now. Mm-hmm. Again, okay. there's a chance he gets found out, and there's a chance it all goes to pot for Rogue in best of fives, like it has. But okay, I think so far so good. I think he, I think he has bucked. You know, he, he has played the current meta. I think you know, like we all the comments we give to River, I think give Mulrang in in spades. Yeah. Um. This guy's good. Yeah. He's so good. I <clears throat> I'm gonna 
bang on Malrang for one thing. Although he is really good, right, and his like stats are respectable, he is mm-hmm. one of three junglers in the LEC to have a negative gold differential, XP differential, and CS differential at 10 minutes. There's a reason for that, though. Yeah. Like, I'm aware, but I mean, <laughs> being a good jungler, to me, mm. includes having a strong early game, like, to your, to your game. I mean, because, like, Rogue's early game is, is strong. Else. Yes. Rogue's early game is strong in general because he's willing to sacrifice his own. I, I, you get what I mean? I suppose. Wouldn't that show up in the gold and the XP? Well, mm. I mean, not as much as if you're just like turbo farming, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just think that he's more. He like again, he plays for his side lanes. He plays for his teammates. I, I, I don't really know enough about the numbers to say where, like, what is or isn't getting secured. Hmm. Like, um. Turret play gold and like. Hmm. Well, okay. If we uh, look that, at that, the that, stats, that being said, to kind of jump back on you, I mean, like, Oduamne, Larson, and Com all lead their respective positions in gold yeah. difference attempt. Yeah. I imagine part of that is Malrang, so I'll give him credit there for sure. I mean, Rogue as a team has a, a thousand seven hundred and seven gold differential at fifteen minutes. That's crazy. That's such a good number. Hello. Right. They lead the league in yeah. that. They have a sixty-seven percent first blood rate. And a seventy-eight percent first tower rate. Yeah. Um, and they have one hundred percent of their games first to three towers, so they've taken that every single time. Maring might not stand out, but damn, is he dependable? Like, yeah, he is so far so good. And also, he's not like actively hindering the team. He doesn't die that often, so he's always alive and contributing to the map. I don't know. I like him. I like him a lot. I, I think I'd like to see him do more for the team because i mean like he's just not a guy who stands out to me but i don't think there's anyone mm-hmm. better right now mm-hmm. yeah no i mean I think, I think that's the way they like it yeah right I, they, they have found they've found like the, the 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 sweet spot right now um i think that right now the only thing that i can think of is whether they can i mean it's a rogue conundrum of can they continue this into the playoffs. That's the biggest thing for them now at this point. It's like they could probably go 18 and 0 if they wanted to, but it's like can you adjust in a five game series? They've never shown that ability no. in a while. Like like when it counts. Mm-hmm. They're always out in playoffs. They haven't won a championship even though they've been a top 3 top 2 team over the past few seasons now. It's like can this iteration of Rogue break that mold? Or are they just another version of the same curse? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, yeah, I, th- I think as as the meta changes, I think we'll get part of our answer. Right? Yeah, with Maring. Yeah. yeah, but also, like you don't you don't you don't get picked up by Damwon. I mean, like yeah, being Canyon's backup is such a brutal shout. It's like, what do you what do you, what are you gonna do? Yeah, that yeah. dude's never losing his spot. Yeah, right. Uh, but you don't get picked up for no reason. Uh, into the mid lane. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Mm. Before we move on from jungle, just a little shout out to Synchrov on uh, on BDS. He's nice with it. And Synchrov to me is like the only one of the only shining stars on that above from Adam. Like Adam 
has been kind of wishy-washy this this season. Sinkrov's been looking real nice. Um, 24 he's years not, old. Yeah. R- rookie, but 24. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. He's got El Sasa. Um, I like him a lot. Yeah, he's, he's, he's decent. He's a decent jungler. Uh, Medlane, is there anyone else besides Larson? Mm, yes. Maybe. I mean... I don't. I I I think there's a shout for VTO and perks. If like if you ask me to do all pro, that's first, second, third team. Okay. 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 okay I think VTO is okay. good, dude. I I I I think he's next up. I think he's got a big old champion pool. I think he's like this Misfits team for me is like a little ahead of schedule. I mm. think Miss. I think VTO is like year two John Morant. He wins most improved player, <laughs> and I think he's got enough of the sauce. To where you this is the dude you build around mm-hmm. for next year and the year to come. If this year isn't mm-hmm. it, fine. Right. And like Mercer has proven to be actually really good. I think Schlatan can only improve. Here it is good. I think you keep this roster together and run it back next year. Yeah, and, no. And, and VTO's your boy. VTO VTO is the kind of guy where like I was complaining about how the only thing that I didn't like about him was his champion pool. But he's actually kind of this year he, he who has Silas games anymore? You know, like he 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 is played Silas, Turbo Kemtech, so well. Like he, he yeah. can play anything. Yeah, because I remember before what what was his champion game? The one that he used to just Zoe, right? Was it Zoe? It was yeah. Zoe. Yeah, yeah. He was he was known for Zoe, and my biggest like thing about him was can he play other champions? Mm. He can play champions. Like I said, my I think he took good. a huge leap last year to this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been really impressed with him. It looks real good. Eighty. I mean, probably comp. Isn't, I mean, that's, it's probably it's my pick. Block it. Upset? Uh, ups, ups, upset gets a shout. Yeah, I'm with you there. Mm. Yeah, that's between those two. Right now it's comp. Dude, he makes Jinx Rockets look point and click. It's insane that one game against uh, was it G2, right? Mm-hmm. Where he was just hitting snipes like it was no one's business. It's like, why does this look like a Caitlyn ulti? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was insane how good he was in that game. And not for nothing, he has really great positioning and team fights he knows exactly where he needs to be this team just works well as a whole machine every single one of them fits into the like they're all very essential cogs in the machine um support my gut says i'll throw throw a name i'm saying hilly i think hilly won trimby too my my gut says trimby only because they're undefeated but like i don't think i'm not like confident about it it's it's, Hilly, it's the closest Hilly. position for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think I agree. I agree. I think Hilly Song has. Remember, he's known to, you know, die a lot. Mm-hmm. My man has only died twenty four times. Right, that's the fifth least. Right. Which like which, he, which might as well be like you, you might as well give him the KDA award as far as like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like My man had ninety nine deaths in the last summer. Right. Last summer, he had 99 deaths. He has shored up himself in his play to the point where now we can't even say he's an inter. He's just very aggressive, and he knows where. He's not just running it anymore, the way that he used to just die randomly, or like he would go in and no one's on the same... Like, no, he is really improved in terms of that kind of potential. Like, he's always been really good in terms of engages and, and, and mechanics, but like, he would run it down sometimes. But I feel like he has really improved on that aspect, which is a big negative about him. And so I think that if there's any role that is not going to get the rogue nod, it's going to be in support. It's going to be Hilly. As, as you said, he still kind of has that that internal go button. 
as and someone I forget who said it, but he played like someone said of Hilla saying he still plays he still plays Brom like it's Leona. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Right. He still knows, like, okay, like, yeah, this is a, I, I have a wall, sure, but I've also got a big old ulti. I've also got Winter's Bite. Like, you know, just, I can still do stuff with this, mm-hmm. and I'm good enough to, like, okay, I go forward. I try to tap him with the Q. If that misses, great. I'm going to jump back in W. Yep. I will flash just to get the stun off of you. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. You were, were you, were you going to say something, Mike? No, I mean, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I, uh, if there's any position where it's a tight race, it's this one. I'm I'm interested mm-hmm. to see if Hellasang can keep playing like this because like right now the big question I have in my head is are we just thinking Hellasang is having a good split because he set the bar pretty low in terms of his aggression like earlier in his career or is he actually playing to a point where we can call him an mm-hmm. all pro first team I feel I like think it's would... a little bit of both <clears throat> yeah because it's not like because it's not like, like it was it was unbridled aggression but like when it worked it worked yeah for sure just the yes. batting the batting average was lower but the slugging percentage was still really really high hell yes sports mm-hmm. ball metaphor yeah i think before you kind of looked away from his deaths because for as many deaths that he had he also had very like like game-changing moments because of his willingness to aggress and die for his team but now that he's removed that part of himself like that's only a good thing that's only a good thing. Mm-hmm. He's only yeah, like it's only looks good on him. So to me, I think he's the best support in the league right now. Trimmy's there, but again, mm-hmm. nine and zero will do that to you. Yeah. It will inflate your value and it'll make you look mm-hmm. really, really good because your entire team's playing well. Mm-hmm. But that's just how it is, baby. When you're the best team in the world, in in your region, world, in the world, in the world, a dog. Are Rogue a top ten team in the world right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, so. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Right now, it's a regular season thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. They are a top ten team. I'm not gonna say where because I don't want to get roasted. And I don't want to get any angry DMs. Yeah, I think not. There. I think if we use the old uh, theory that like mm. sixth place in the LEC can go toe to toe with sixth place in the LCK, then like yeah, sure. You know mm. why shouldn't the best team from the LEC be at least in the top ten in the world? At least, yeah. That, be, that being said, are they up there with T1 and Gen G? No shot. No. But are they in the discussion to be like on the cusp of the top 10? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if you 10, say yeah. that they are worse than the top four teams in the LCK and LPL, that still gets you a ninth. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And right. the LPL is in a spot right now where like a lot of their teams can be considered best in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's just so hard to read because they went through roster Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes so long for like, like it takes long for team to, for teams to settle. But like, the entire top side of the league just got absolutely thrown in the blender. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Do look at look at right now, right? Rogue versus like DRX. Rogue DRX yeah, like, is a bit of a weird one, right? Rogue now. in a heartbeat, but yeah, DRX is in a weird spot. Cause, cause, like, didn't didn't they like oh, they brought yeah, up the challengers had, and like they had to they, because they did, of they did a FlyQuest Academy for thing, what is like, for what it's worth they won <laughs> they won <laughs> right yes they beat up on Casey who uh, mm-hmm. dude who everyone believed in for like a second yes and then this <laughs> and rightfully so I mean KT doesn't look like half bad they're arguably top three 
top four, and they beat Genji, which like, yeah, that'll earn you some mm. stripes. Mm. But then you go ahead and lose to DRX Challengers plus Deft, who is the only person to be like recovered from COVID. Or shout out Deft, yeah, like, congrats, dude. He just carried the Zoomers to a win over KT, which I guess that works. I don't know. Do they do they move the LCK to online? They, I think they, they should. should consider it for at least the time being. Uh, cause you're putting your players at risk. Last night, I think they, uh, was the first day back. I didn't. Last night was T1 Dom1, I think. Last night was T1 Hanwa. Hanwa life. Which T1 claimed victory in. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that if, again, if, if you are getting a bunch of cases like this, it's an online thing for me. I don't think. <clears throat> I think it's better to have the full teams participating in, with each other rather than having to bring your challengers team up and having to, you know, mix around rosters. But that's just my opinion. That being said, you know if, it goes. if you're sick, it's like you're not going to play anyway, online or in person. And if you if you have COVID, no, in person you if you have yeah if you well, if, if you, no, you, are if you have confirmed. COVID, I wouldn't want to play online at all. I guess it depends how bad the symptoms yeah, are. I mean, yeah. Granted, I I, like when I when I when I got COVID, I, I was like, okay, like I, I feel poopy yeah. for a day, but like mm-hmm. But no, that's the thing, right? If you are if you have COVID, doesn't matter and it's in person, like in, in the studio, doesn't matter if you feel fine or not, you can't play. They have to get a oh, sub yeah, for you because sure. you can't go to the studio. But and so I think it's just safer. It's just safer for the integrity of the of the of the league, right? Like that not just even the the the, the also, health, which is more important. Too. And I think I don't, that's I don't what I'm saying. Stop that! I think I got good vibes going. They got they got the fans back mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm. Like, I know, yeah. but that that it's 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 to me it's dangerous. It's it's too much. Because then, yeah, if, if if more teams get positive positive uh, cases, and then they have to send more of their like challengers team or whatever, then it's just the standings are kind of weird. Because then, like, if they lose with their challengers team, then what do you do, right? Yeah. I don't know. Well, cool. All right. I think that's enough for today. Uh, this has been the Critical Strike Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Uh, I've been Enrique. That's been Mike. That's been Tyler. We are available on... Hold on. Uh, my brain... I, I was thinking about six different things. Uh, Apple, Spotify. Spotify apparently can leave uh, reviews now as well and drop like star ratings and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So please do that. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Pocket Cast. There we go. There it Tell is. Us. Once again, um, apologies to all the last FM users out there. We, you are. <laughs> your prayers are being heard, but they're not being answered. Sorry, folks. <laughs> yeah, <No>. the <laughs> angels are busy yeah. at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know what they're doing, but they're not here. I'll tell you they're that. They're not scrabbling. That's for fucking short. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we will catch you guys next week.